Jake us away, Caitlin. Oh, yeah, shit, it's my turn. It Give is. me one second. One. Yeah, all right, funny boy. <laughs> <laughs> you. Hello, and Hello, welcome. and welcome. <laughs> out of here by six. I want to be out of your way before that. So, nope, we're here for hello. Star to steer her by your favorite Star Trek podcast. Woo! My name is Caitlin, and with me today are Jake, Chris, and Ames. And we're here for episode, is it what, 339? Yes. Episode 339. Woo! Oh, that is. one of those air horn sounds right there. If I can find a public domain one. I'm sure you can. There's only public domain ones. Well, on the quest for public domain air horns, I almost said fog horns. No, going to get you spot. a foghorn leg. Oh, my God. Anyway, yeah, we're here again today to talk about two more episodes of Star Trek The Enterprise, Horizon, and The Breach. First, in Horizon, oh, man, what a bummer. Fucking, you know, every time, Mayweather finally gets an episode, and it starts with slapping him in the face. Mayweather gets the sad news that his dad has died six weeks ago, even though the last time he talked to his mom, she was like, no, no, he's doing fine, honey. Don't worry about it. So what the fuck, mom? We, this episode... He's ship's medic. This episode... Fire this bitch. <laughs> as, as, a, as a spoiler to the rest of the show, this episode is mostly about, like, Mayweather dealing with his brother and, like, them clashing but if this was my episode, I'd be mad as fuck at my mom. I'd be like, what the fuck? You told me he was fine. I could have come to visit. I didn't get to say bye to my dad. And it's your fault because you either lied to me or you're incompetent. Which is it, mom? Which is it? Be mad at Starfleet, too. Apparently when she tried to send the subspace communication, it never reached Enterprise. Well, that's because... What the fuck? Well, they did say that like sometimes those communications, when they're like not... Oh, when they're civilian, they're slower mm. or something... I don't really know. All I'm saying Forrest is... Forrest is on the phone with Archer right now, gabbing. All I'm saying is, fucking Mayweather got fucked again. Is it the next episode where he breaks his shit again, too? Yeah. Yep. Fuck this fucking week! All right, anyway. <laughs> Justice for Mayweather. Mayweather gets Here's fucking... Seriously. Anyway, so Mayweather goes home, and he's, like, you know, hanging with his mom, not at all mad at her for being a dumb bitch. Surprisingly, everybody's like, oh, Travis, where you been, buddy? And he's like, did you really not notice that I've been gone for years? No, I just thought you were away. I don't know. Long bathroom But trip. it turns out, yo, the longest. But it turns out his brother is now acting as captain. And boy, he is as bad at being captain as, well, who... Who's got to play captain while Archer was gone before? Trip. Trip was really bad that first time. He's as bad at playing captain as Archer is. I, I, ah! I think you're going to say he's as bad as playing captain as his mother is at playing medic. Playing hey, doctor. Playing nurse. Oh. Anyway. So, like, uh, fuck, I gotta try to remember what actually happens in this episode. I mean, you kind of... They get attacked. Yeah. Oh, the, right. They get the attacked. And, right. The pirates. That's what it was. So, they're getting attacked by pirates. And Mayweather's like, I can... Travis Mayweather, specifically. They're all Mayweather. Yeah, it's getting confusing. Travis is like, well, I can, you know, I can 
bulk up the shields, and his brother's like, I didn't ask you to, like, do anything to the ship. I'm a dumb bitch, and, uh, I don't want you to fix things. Stop trying to steal my thunder, little brother. You've already done that by leaving and going to Starfleet, and I'm bitter. Dad liked Bit you best. Too. Dad liked Bit you. him, too. Dad liked yeah. you best. Anyway, they're able to fight off the pirates. I don't remember if it's because Enterprise shows up and fights them off. I literally don't remember how this episode oh, ends. Oh, so here's what happened. Here's what happened. Thank pirates... You. They're like, uh, we'll just keep on our way and hopefully we'll get where we're going uh, first and they can protect us there. Eh. But if pirates do show up, we'll just give them what they want. So, of course. Oh, right. They let go of the, they, they release the cargo. And I remember being like, why are they, they're dumping the cargo and like the trailer has to cost something, right? Like they give up the cargo so that they can fight the pirates or yeah. so that they can not be killed by the pirates. Yeah, we're skipping a step here though. Okay. Because Paul's plan of give them what they want isn't going to work because nope. all the pirates want is for them to abandon ship. Yeah. So then Paul is like, okay, Travis, we'll do your plan. I'm glad you actually did all the fucking stuff I told you not to do already. Sorry for being womp, womp. a huge dildo. Which, to be fair, Travis should have asked permission before yeah, yeah, fucking with everything on the ship. He should have. Yeah. He is not their crew member anymore. I don't know what he was expecting to do when he went over to his ship for a while. Uh, yeah, yeah, That clearly is a result of just them not getting along. I mean, on the other hand, though, I do think Travis is a bit presumptuous to walk onto their ship and start walking around. He's doing big, an archer. Big swing yeah. of dicks. He's yeah, an archer it, doing it's all definitely the time. that. Uh, it's that Starfleet arrogance. Yeah. Of like, we know best, and I've been gone, and let me tell you how you're doing it wrong, you backwoods space hicks. Well, and the problem too is, I think they don't get into it as much, but I think some of the crew is kind of a little starry-eyed about him being there. Because, like, the guy he's doing the initial upgrades with is like, oh, boy! Gene um, Willikers, is here with the Starfleet. And, you know, he does, the brother even, like, his bitterness aside does kind of a point of, like, yeah, great, none of us know how to fix these things if you upgrade them. Now, he could leave a manual, but, you know. Also, his little his little girlfriend seems to be into him. Yeah. Laura? Yeah, yeah, what was the, the one, what the was, one scene yeah, what we was, see with her? What was the point of hers? Like, she shows mm. up in that one scene, and, and then, like, they realize, oh, man, this actress ain't great. Let's not <gasps> let's not put her in the rest you of the episode. You didn't recognize the actress. No. <gasps> we did notice she wasn't great, though. Who was it? Oh, boy. Well, her, let me tell you about her first was it, role. Was it the princess from that other bad episode? No. Close. Close. No. Um, Femke Jensen? No, so this is Nicole Forrester, who her first acting gig was Julian's birthday Dabo girl in his brain. Oh, no. <laughs> wow, 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 in wow, wow. In distant voices. Wow. <laughs> you know what's funny? I actually just came to that episode in and my rewatch. It. I did. Good girl. I was like, you know what? I've seen this like three or four times. I don't need to see that it again. Way it. too many. One is enough. <laughs> more than enough. Too many out of I am. I would say that I am more likely to rewatch Profit and Lace than to ever watch that fucking wow. cool episode that again. that is saying something. Uh, Distant Voices is really I mean, bad. I plan to not watch neither. It's fun to be angry at Prophet and Lace for being so deplorable. It's just torture to watch Distant yeah, Voices. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the one, the one, the one know, like bit like of work. humor I find in Distant Voices is the, the joke that Julian's anxiety about getting older and he's turning 30. Yeah. Like, in, again, in hilarious. an era where people regularly live to like 110. Yeah. No, even more. I feel like I'm being I'm being conservative. Well, I'm assuming maybe Bones was an outlier. Yeah, also, he's genetically enhanced. True, so probably right. lived never twice as long as yeah. everyone. Hmm. Of course, the writer didn't know that. That's true. We also forgot the pointless fucking B plot. 
to Paul at the movies again. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah, oh, Archer again. To Paul, you've really got to start fraternizing with the crew. I know I tell you this every week, and you never do every it. Every week. Every week no, just it about, is. But I, how many times have I complained that he though, won't let her be her? Though it did give us the great, great moment of her telling Flocks to shut the fuck up <laughs> in yeah. the movie. Is our movie interrupting your fucking conversation, bitch? See, here's the other yeah. thing, though. is like, I think the writers really just wanted to do Seven of Nine again. Mm, yeah. With and, the cat suit. Yeah, well, obviously, yeah. In terms of like, oh, we need a sexy woman on the show with big titties. They they nailed they nailed that brief uh, complete. Well, but Caitlin is thankful. But and a great bum. Um, nice bum. Not a lot of she's got a great bum. Not a lot of read this week. Now that I think of it, neither well, episode. That's too bad. He yeah. was spelunking with everybody. Yeah. Oh yeah, he went, right. He, he went, was. He went on the mission. Uh, but he no, got anyway, bored to do the Mayweather. He didn't get his leg broke. But like, just just like the. The sort of guileless, oh, I don't know how people uh, think. Mm. Despite the fact that she's lived on Earth for years. Yeah. Like, she definitely knows how movies work. Like, you could argue that... She knows she doesn't like them. Yeah. She maybe spent most of her time at the consulate, but that still doesn't really work. She loves work. jazz. Yeah, yeah. She does? Didn't she? she well, she slipped out, out once to go to a jazz oh, bar. Oh, right, right. I forgot about that. Well, yeah, because it's Infusion, which is a fucking enraging episode, so you try not to think about it. Mm. But yeah. I pretty much try jacket. not to. I try not to think about Enterprise anytime except for when we're here or when I'm watching it. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Like they, they, I don't know. Yeah, there was a stupid B plot. Didn't go anywhere. Didn't do anything. Just I, I will say I did like uh, to Paul's kind of analysis of Frankenstein. Yeah, that was good. Mm. Um, and then throwing in Archer and Trip's faces a a literary criticism a literary analysis that's been going around for ages now that you know the monster is the hero of the yeah story. well that's Come like on. how stupid are you archer he's, I a, mean, he's a moron yeah. and he refuses not, to learn they're not english majors okay they clearly they're, they're flyboys well that's true i mean trip is literally an engineer and archer was he was a test pilot doesn't doesn't the monster kill somebody is it really fair to call him a hero well he's he's misunderstood i will grant make him a hero admittedly i think the especially the 30s film version he is more of just a straight up monster i've never seen it's really the novel where you get more nuance and subtlety i've read the the novel i haven't seen any of the movies except for young frankenstein which definitely counts yeah the fact that that wasn't on the list of films they were watching it's like Come on, well, they trip. had to go. They had to. They could only pick like royalty-free films. But they weren't going to show it, which again so, is so stupid. You like, can still why? say it. But what are they going to do? Be like, oh, we're watching Star Wars tonight? No, but they could have said Young Frankenstein. They one of the could best movies watch ever Star made. Wars. Why not? I just because well, you just wouldn't be able to watch them watch it. That's mm. all. You could know they're watching. They could. It. They could do a whole scene about where where they talk about how stupid Star Wars is and how anyone oh, that likes boy. Star Wars must be a total <laughs> dweeb. <laughs> Wow, and all of the Star Trek fans would just get huge erections and just be coming in their pants. Oh god, everywhere. I feel like that's one of the, we've talked about this before, but it is always just so weird when science fiction characters talk about science fiction, so it'd be like, I'm glad they wouldn't mention Star Wars necessarily. I wouldn't even want yeah, them to mention Yeah, I, I wouldn't want them. I, well, I, well, I, listen, I wouldn't want them to, but they could. I, yeah, just, yeah. I also just still can't get over the fact that the that pop culture stops yeah. at in 2003 when the show yeah. came out. Like, you can certainly, like, I get it, like... You can argue that there's a gap because World War Three probably wiped out a lot of stuff. We are in like but let's be honest. there's other alien cultures to reference. Yes, well, and also like there was a gap, but they started making new stuff eventually. I would assume. I also refuse to believe that there's no such thing as Vulcan cinema. I th- I feel like that's that's obvious. There's, Those 
Yeah, I, yeah, I but they probably be... have cinema like Cardassians have literature, which is to say that it's probably like Enigma Tales. Yeah, it's probably like not in the same way that people have it in which human people would have it and enjoy mm. it. Or they just watch documentaries. Maybe. Not that there's anything wrong with them, but you need some variety in your life. I could imagine like historical epics. There's a large variety of types of uh like the triumph of logic. I feel like if if Well, no, see this is just buying. It sounds like it was directed by Lenny Riefenstahl, but the the Vulcans do love Hitler. I was gonna say yeah, the the, the Vulcans the only cinema they imported was was German cinema of the thirties. Yeah, that's right. I feel like it would be they're probably big on morality plays. Mm. Like they wouldn't call them that because I feel like morality play they would find emotional for some but like it's probably about being a good little Vulcan. Mm. Except yeah. when but they like, do, like, monster movies, and then it's like, you know. But the thing is, like, Vulcans are shown as being creative. And yeah. Like, like they, they, they music. They yeah. like to art. music. They like to art. Yeah, so you're saying they have lots of MTV. So, like, they, I feel like they definitely would have cinema. And I feel like it, I think they would have artistic cinema. Like, maybe they do some, like, weird... Gross. Just lots of foreign films. Artsy yeah. foreign films. I mean, every film to them is a foreign well, film. Well, here's the thing, though. Here, here's the, th- the thing, though. Not the ones they make. Surely. If you import an international porno, you get to claim it's art. Because mm. uh, that does... Like, you look at the Criterion Collection, yeah, a lot of really, you know, very artistic, interesting for it. But sometimes you're just like, this is literally just porn. You're saying it isn't because it's from France. But sometimes it's just really artistic porn. <laughs> that sounds good. I didn't realize Criterion was slinging porn. I mean, I don't think they actually are, but I just yeah, there are there's some art. They call them like erotic thrillers or something. You're like, sounds like porn. I wonder if Softcore? they do have Probably. to have porn just for pawn far for lonely people that don't have someone to pawn far with. Just to like to, to, to get their rocks that off. That reminds me, Pon Far exists, yeah, and I want to have it. It's true. I don't. Oh, so they like, can't find anyone else to pawn far enough. Wait, it doesn't work. Yeah, 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 yeah I did also like because uh, there was like my compared uh, to Paul's little uh, the Frankenstein's monster is like how how uh, humans treat Vulcans mm. as a very kind of corollary to the EMH being like this is how I feel like humans treat me in his author author episode. Yeah. And then opening everyone's eyes, like, this is how you feel we treat you? We're so sorry. But Archer, instead of being like, we're so sorry, that's not how you're supposed to read this movie. You're reading it wrong. Your analysis is incorrect, and we're not going to let you watch movies ever again. <laughs> she was like, thank God. <laughs> that that's was all I wanted. That's oh, all I wanted. She figured it out. <laughs> Good for her. Wow. She is smart. So Taking a critical, taking a critical approach to cinema. How dare she? How dare she? I, I did just realize, too... Again, we're doing it too. This is really Mayweather's episode. We're mostly talking about the dumb. Well, B-plot. I think we're getting it out of the way. Yeah, let's get the B plot out of the way. Uh, but the Mayweather plot also wasn't very interesting. If I'm no, that's to true. Though I will say this explains something to me. When we got to Fortunate Son, I was like, I could have sworn this was Mayweather's family ship. Oh, that's a different episode. It's just the same episode, though, is the thing. In a lot of ways. Like, yeah, they just don't have a captive. Civilians, this is how you pirate. <laughs> yeah, civilian ships being attacked by pirates. Except in that one, the pirates were more interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, this one was but, all the, the family dynamics on a civilian ship mm-hmm. instead of just the civilian dynamics on a family ship. <laughs> And hey, no dumb uh, air effect this oh, time. Oh, that's true. Oof. Yeah. I oh, would yeah. just like to point out 
that we kind of have given Mayweather a lot of shit for not being a great, not necessarily the best actor, a la Terry Farrell. <laughs> My he... wife says you're not a very good actor. <laughs> My wife says you're very high and very low. Uh, <laughs> But uh, Mayweather, when he finds out about his dad's death, like, my dude works up some real tears. That's like, I mean, if that's not acting well, I don't know what that is. I don't know. I didn't like him at all with his brother, so. <laughs> no, he sucked with his brother. But yeah. but, but still. crying alone in the upside down room. Mm. Aces. Aces for Mayweather. <laughs> I love they, they brought that back for the first time, I think, since the pilot. Oh, that was at request of Anthony Montgomery. He's oh. like, you know what we should do is have an episode about my family and also maybe the upside down room again, please. Oh, and they, so that's Mayweather? I'm shocking yeah. they listened to him. Yeah. Anthony Montgomery. What a name. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it is just kind of fortunate son again without, again, the whole we have a captive More like unfortunate story. son. I will say, to defend his mother a little. No. She is actually an engineer who got, like, doubled as ship's medic. She's not really a doctor. Well, then maybe they should have, I don't know, brought their sick dad to a real doctor. You know, he, he's a he's a starship captain, which probably means he resisted every suggestion he'd do that. I mean... I was saying, for all we know, he was the one being obstinate. Let, let's not assume the mother fucked up and didn't say, you know... Oh, I'm not blaming the mother Darling, for go that. see a real physician. I'm just, I'm just saying, a medic. like, if... It's Paul's fault somehow. If you're yeah. really, really yeah. ill and your wife is a medic who doesn't really have official medic training, maybe you see a real doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all. But that's it. We don't really know, like... But that fucks up your freighting schedule, Caitlin. The freight is the only important thing, and they're already behind on, on uh, delivery. Well, here's what I would say. If she was, like, the chief medical officer on the ship, she should have used her power to override him and made him go to a real doctor. I don't think that's a thing outside of Starfleet. <laughs> the CMO says so. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. This episode also has the worst teaser yet. I know we've complained a lot about the teasers on this on this show because they're all bad. Hold on, I'm trying to remember it. Oh dear, you're not gonna. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm blanking. All it is, it's Mayweather in, in the Upside Down room reading a book. He gets a call. He takes the call. They say, Mayweather, uh, we need you on the bridge for a course correction. Oh yeah. He says, aye aye, and leaves. And that's fucking it! Yeah, that's so dumb. It's so like, dumb! Well, it's in the Upside Down room. Like, you could have cut that scene and cut the unnecessary scene with the girlfriend and... I don't know, maybe had a bit more with something useful. Put Frankenstein in another episode. He didn't really need to, like... I think seeing him tinkering, like, without permission on, like, the systems a couple times like that, like, more than once, was also unnecessary. Mm -hmm. It felt like how in, uh, what's that... Which Harry Potter is it that Umbridge shows up? Five? Order of the Phoenix or some shit? And they show over and over and over and over and over and over and over again the uh, quill, like, I will not tell oh, lies. Yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah, 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 we get it. She's really bad. We don't need to watch this, like, 18 Her name times. Is Umbridge? Yes. Well, they, Do you take they, Umbridge at that? They let us know she was evil right from the get-go. Yeah, J.K. Rowling yeah. isn't actually a good writer. I was saying that you would have been a good writer. Now, why, why do you think that is? Well, yeah, it's true. Like, every character is just named something to let you know whether they're... Oh, my God. Not to mention, like, you know, Cho Chang or whatever the fuck. Like, she just, like, comes up with the most horrible, oh, no. like, horribly offensive ethnic names because she's lazy and stupid. Nice. 
Seriously. Wasn't like, there a character called Cho Chang? That was yeah. her name, isn't it? Okay, yeah. I just want to make sure that I wasn't in, in, unintentionally being. She was named Panda Express. <laughs> I mean, shit. Look, that's. <laughs> I mean, look. I mean, literally the only Jewish character at Hogwarts is named Goldstein. So of course, naturally, you're only well, really. I mean, I'm shocked. There's a Jewish character in these books. That's true. At least, at least it's Goldstein and not like. Yeah, I don't even want to say the horrible thing she could have chosen. Then again, there are all that you want to talk Jewish stereotypes. There. Anyway, we're not here to bash rolling. That's easy. We're here to bash <laughs> Enterprise, which, which is, is also even easy. easier. <laughs> but... Actually, it's not. Oh, well, actually, I don't know. We found out that there are a couple of turfs on the cast of Voyager. Are there any turfs on the cast of Enterprise? Because that would make the, this show just as easy to bash as J.K. Rowling. Um, not that I know let's of. Look at, let's F- find out. Fingers crossed. Barkley a turf. Yeah, Barkley. Oh, Barkley's well, a Well, no, fucking... he's not even a, a feminist, though. He's just a turd. Yeah, oh, he's, right. He's, a, he's, just yeah, he, right. he's, he's a, more of a turd Yeah, than no, a he's turf. a Breitbart contributor. That's all you need to know about him. He's um, a trans-exclusionary radical douchebag. There it is. A turd. God, yeah. That, like, that's the thing. Like, nothing happened. Like, even the pirates didn't feel that threatening or important or vital or... Well, especially because we know this is the, sh- the show where no one dies. Well, I think the problem mm. is that... They haven't really spent any time making us care about Mayweather at as a character all. up mm, to this good, point. At and all. then so it's just like, okay, we're gonna do a whole episode. And then they're realizing as they're writing it, it's like, oh, we have to fill, you know, a whole episode worth of content on a character that we haven't spent any time on. So what do we know about him? He does pranks. He's quite a practical yeah. person. He has a, he's not a single prank. Uh, he uh, likes rock climbing. Oh, wait, that next episode. He likes we'll falling, bring that up. He <laughs> likes falling off of shit and breaking shit. Wait, so no, like, nah, fuck, so next like, episode. Yeah. Um, it's still true. Yeah, there's really... It felt unearned. Yeah, I well, wrote I my notes. We, oh, go ahead. Oof, this argument between Travis and Paul is shockingly boring. I barely remember it. No is one Paul wants, the brother? No one wants to run free anymore, Travis. Well, well, yeah, why would you? Yeah, why would you run freight? Especially when there are ships that are no, so we, much faster. That would be like being like, no one wants to fucking... I don't even know. No one wants to hunt or gather anymore. No one wants to just do subsistence farming anymore. Why don't you want to work hard and barely scrape by, Travis? No, no, no one wants to drive stagecoaches anymore. I mean... Nobody pisses in a bucket anymore, Travis, so they can fucking... Make leather. You ever realize that? Isn't that crazy? What? That's how you make leather? Well, there was like a... Oh, I need to learn this. When you hear... Well, okay. So like, (laughs) keeping in mind that um, I'm like a 20th hand person, the reason why the the phrase like they didn't have a pot to piss in, the reason why people would have a pot to piss in is because you could piss in your pot and then you could like sell the the piss. They would use it to cure leather, I think is my understanding. Again, I don't remember where I heard this. It could be totally wrong. Are you verifying? That would be great. If you're verifying, I would really appreciate it that and if uh, i'm wrong i'd love you to cut this (laughs) soaking animal skins in urine also made it easier for leather workers to remove hair and bits of flesh from the skin there you go so if you were so poor that you didn't have a pot to piss in that's pretty poor and it also meant that you weren't making money from that from that piss that bucket piss money you have to piss directly on the leather now Now hold it hold it right there uh, now it's write my name on it. Piss. We just use horrific chemicals, and which is why we outsource most of our leather work to uh, developing nations, and it kills the locals. Yeah, it's huge in India. Yeah. Lots of leather work in India, which I always thought was fucking Ironic. terrible because, like, uh, I mean, not all of them, obviously, but for a, a significant portion of people, the cow is a rather, yeah, if yeah. not a sacred animal, certainly a revered animal. And, yeah, it's uh, fucked up. That's 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 imperialism for you. Well, say la vie. 
really. Speaking of imperialism, more Enterprise. <laughs> oh, did you guys notice you can see a copy of Chicago Gangs in Mayweather's old quarters? No sure. kidding. That's funny. What's that? Is that the That's... book that caused... Uh, it's similar. The book... Piece of the Action? The book from Piece of the Action is called Chicago Mobs of the 20s, mm. but I've definitely seen reference that... Because this is the Horizon, and the Horizon is the the ship that went to Sigma Iosia, that this is the same ship and the correct book, but I'm confused. Oh, I thought the Horizon was a Starfleet vessel. I don't know. Well, it's a, it's a reference, and I haven't gone further than that. No, you can fair. also see a model of the Phoenix. That, that I did see. Hmm. I like that Easter egg. Anyway, in spite of this episode. Yeah, it reminds you of better episodes that exist. <laughs> Gangsters. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah, it's just it's a it's a toothless remake of Fortunate Son. Yeah, now if they had done Fortunate Son and instead of you know, the ship that they did that was The Fortune or the Fortunate The Fortunate. Fortunate. Um if they had done that script but made the characters the Mayweathers. That might have worked th- better. That would have made would have made a more interesting episode because yeah, fortunate son, fortunate son was a more interesting episode. Yeah, and the father is the unconscious captain. Paul is the first officer who's going too far. And then it would make sense why Mayweather is standing up for these people so much. Yeah, even more though than he's just, inherently wrong. Yeah, like it's more than just, oh, this is these are like the people I grew up with. Oh no, it's literally the people I grew up with. And then like if if you have Mayweather siding with the crew of the fortunate even after, you know, and it becomes like a family loyalty thing, that creates conflict with the crew. Yeah. Right? Because the, the fortunate, like, they try to kill Archer and friends. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or maybe not kill them, but they put them in a situation where they could have died. Yeah. Now I just have the Garfield and Friends tune, but with Archer. Garfield and Friends. <laughs> I was thinking that too. I, I... <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I think that like, they're like, oh, we need to do, we need to do a story about, because we, because we, Created this character who's a boomer, and, you know, like, that's, like, a key component of his character in the pilot. Mm-hmm. But we've never done anything else with it, so we got to do something with that. And then they do this, and it's just kind of boring and dull, and... Well, it's like, they literally had one idea for him, so they did it twice. Yeah. yeah. So nice, we did it twice. Mm. He did have to this... get he did get some uh, strawberry shortcake. True, mm. some mm. shitty freeze dried strawberry shortcake. Yum. I always hated the real stuff. It didn't taste didn't taste right. Shut up, Travis. Chef cries in the corner. <laughs> that actually, I mean, that, that was kind of a nice touch. You know, if you grew up on like garbage food, yeah. It's like get... how is it O'Brien that still likes the fucking ration packs? Or oh something? yeah, he sure does. I'm saying, but it sounds only like uh, only say. Starfleet ones though, because of the racism you see. <laughs> Do, uh, two things. One, uh, as someone who has recently stopped consuming meat, the one thing that I miss is that disgusting original chicken sandwich from Burger King. Hmm. That is the thing that my heart cries for the most. It's horrifying. Second of all, was this their attempt to like try to do a spinoff? Was no. there any? Was there of any? What? I, like to do a to do a boomer show? I thought it might have yeah. been like no. I, I might was wondering if it was going to be. Obviously, they didn't. I knew they didn't. But like, were they 
trying to give themselves an out to write Mayweather off the show by having <laughs> him like transfer to the to the to the horizon. Well, we don't know what to do with this character, so he's someone else's problem now. Yeah, and then someone was like, uh, yeah, but we can't really lose a person of color because that would look really bad. Well, so. then maybe we should give him stuff to do in yeah, the show because otherwise it just looks like obvious tokenism, and uh, well, that maybe, also looks kind of bad. Maybe we'll give him something to do in the next episode. Hey, <laughs> let's find out, shall we? Let's do it. All right. Uh, second Rock episode. Climb on down. Or just or just fall down the cliff cliff face. Whoopsie. Whoopsie. Hi. Uh, insert the sound that Goofy makes when he falls off of things. <laughs> there it is. All right. Uh, the breach. In the breach. So, okay. So the Denobulan, Denobulans have been having, uh, or many, many, many years, centuries ago, good, the good. Denobulans and the Antarans had uh, very bad blood and ever they had war and potentially genocide we don't really know we're not really hearing like a good full story we're hearing one side but apparently the denobulans did some genocide on these antarans and uh, they are all still really bitter and the other each side tells you know stories about their the other side to their children about how like if you're bad and you don't go to bed on time the antarans are going to get you oh if you um if you <laughs> Don't eat celery off of someone's plate. Denobulans <laughs> will find you. You know, so just remember to always steal celery oh, on Christmas you broke, Eve. You broke Chris. Yeah. I love the idea, though, that, like, not specifically the celery, but, like, that they actually, it's like, eat your vegetables and the denobulans will come. Eat your vegetables. And eat my vegetables, too, damn it. There's, there's denobulans out there. So that's the that's the background, and as a result, here's again. I don't remember exactly what happened in this episode, so I'm going to tell a story, and you can tell me if it's right. Nice. <laughs> uh, so the Denobulans, we've got some Denobulans, and they're on a, a planet planetoid thing out in space, and they're like digging up crystals. And we've been told that the Antarans are coming, and they're going to fuck shit up. Nope. Nope. No, no, okay. you're, you're all wrong. Nope. That's right. That's right. We got 72 hours to get this them one. out of there. That one. Xantorus? Yes, the Xantorites. The, the yeah. There's a But then planet... why are these other people involved? So, okay, so here's what it was. So the, oh, this the, is great. I'm going to trick you guys into doing my intros every week. They're at a, the Enterprise <laughs> is sent to this planet to rescue some Denobulans. right, who are digging up crystals. Who are trapped underground, they think, or they don't know, because the government of this planet has had a takeover, a coup or something... And the, the daily coup. And the new government is super xenophobic and doesn't want any aliens on the planet. And any aliens on the planet after 72 hours are going to get hunted Oh, so I down. got the 72 hours right yeah. anyway. Good for me. You so, know, it's the important So that's why the Enterprise... So the Enterprise is specifically going there to pick up these right, To help these denobulants. But then how did we find these Antarans? Because the, uh, there was another ship of aliens that was leaving the planet that had some kind of incident and the was there a hull breach of some kind because that's the only way that a breach would make i think it was a, like sense. a reactor issue and it was leaking radiation okay so that breach was the breach of confidence that's and, what it and is and the enterprise had to rescue that ship and that's where the antaran guy was the, the enterprise had to stick archer had to stick his fucking nose in well thank you thank you guys for filling that in for me so at any rate we wind up with this antaran fellow on our ship whose name apparently is hudak Hudak? Hudak? I don't remember who's Hudak. 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 So, um, he's, uh, so Hudak? he... Hudak? <laughs> nah. What did you say? Kevin Uxbridge. Sleestack? 
Who's Snack? Okay, we're, we're, we're ignoring Jake. All right. It's the best to do. It's difficult. Kevin Umbridge. Hudak. <laughs> <laughs> so Hudak, Doc, Dak, Duke, whatever. Hudak. Haddock. Haddock is injured, and he's going to die if he doesn't get treatment. But um, he's a racist piece of shit. And he wakes up and he's like, don't let flocks touch me. And it's like, don't worry, he's not going to steal your celery. He's going to save your life. And he's like, I don't care. I don't want him to save my life or steal my celery. So Flox is like, well, I guess that's that. And Archer's like, I order you to fucking do, give him surgery yeah, without, knock his, him out. without his consent. And <laughs> Flox, Archer. Is, and Flox <laughs> is like, I wouldn't do that to someone, to anyone, even my worst enemy, which this person is. So you can see I would never do that to anyone at all. And uh, Archer's mad about it. And what the fuck is with commanding officers on fucking Starfleet ships thinking they get to make decisions about people's fucking medical health decisions? Like, mm-hmm. fuck. Yeah, fuck big you. nothing human vibes here. Yeah, get the fuck out, Archer. Anyway, so he's like, okay, well, uh, I apparently can't order you to do surgery against someone's consent. Oh, big fucking deal. But I can order you to try to talk to this guy and make him let you do it. So coercion, I can make you try to coerce him. <laughs> Trick him somehow. Do it, make it happen. And Flox is like, oh, you fucking douche. And so Flox is like, let me tell you a story. I always taught my children to not hate Antarans. I, you know, and one of my sons is a little racist fuck, but that's not how I raised him. He got onto the 4chan. And the 8chan. And uh, Huddock is like, oh my god. You've told your children that we're not boogeymen? I am suddenly trusting of you and would like you to do me the surgery so I don't do die. And Flox is like, cool, cool. Um, snip, snip. Snip, snip, yep. Yep, so he fixes him and he's fine. And meanwhile, so that's that's like, you know what's funny? Like, I don't even feel like we have an A and B plot. I feel like we have an A1 and an A2 plot. Like, I feel both... we have a B1 and a B2 plot. Well, yeah, yeah, fair enough. But what I mean is I feel like they are both, like, given equal weight and equal importance and neither yeah, has much of either. Yeah, it's about being stubborn assholes. <laughs> yep. So, meanwhile, Reed and Trip and Travis are, uh... Uh, oh repelling, uh, repelling down. Uh, well, yeah, spelunking. They're re- they're doing repelling while they spelunk. And um, well, wouldn't you know it? Their fucking ropes give way. Travis gets dragged down a cliff face. Breaks. I don't know his leg. Probably. Fucking everything. Well, yeah, because like he was being dragged down an incline by the weight by the of weight two of two men. men. Yeah. And then he stopped it. He like used his leg to stop himself. And like. Snap. And Good it bro- on and him it for broke. saving everybody's life, but also, ouch. Yeah, and also, hey, Star Trek, stop fucking putting him out of commission so you don't have to give him lines. Yeah. Why have, couldn't it have been Reed? Yeah, Reed could have, have broken Reed his leg. Or, or Trip, even. Yeah, well, his name's Trip, and you expect him to <laughs> What happened, Trip? Do you have a nice fall? Yeah. Shut up, Captain. It ain't funny anytime you say it. It's like the 12th. I'm That's the captain, and everything I say is funny, and that's an order. <laughs> <laughs> ha ha, Captain. Ha ha. But anyway, so they, they, it's, they, so yeah, so Travis breaks his leg, and they're like, "Okay, buddy, we'll come back for you. Don't worry." <laughs> Lol. And uh, they continue on, and they find the Denobulans, and it's just this group of ding dongs <clears throat> digging up fucking crystals, and they're like, "Okay, guys, we have to go. You're about to get obliterated." And they're like, "But our crystals!" <clears throat> and they're like, "No, no, 
you need to come away now. We were ordered to come get you. We can't go back without you. Mm, okay, but you have to help us get everything out. Ugh. You need so, to bring Her Royal Majesty's mask. <laughs> okay, I was just going to make that comparison. It literally is. Like, every, each of them becomes fucking barf in that scene. One of them has to carry the big fucking hairdryer. It's just ridiculous. Though they, they do give Travis something to carry, which he promptly drops but it's like the most obvious like oops like uh, i know i said mayweather did some good acting in uh horizon but uh his 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 accidental uh slipping something off of a, of a table like a cat was not good yeah yeah so but then we the nobion's like it's cool i have more of that did you make us bring doubles of everything you son of a bitch everything we're all clones in fact <laughs> Also, we find out that Denobulans apparently can just scale like, yeah. sheer oh, cliff walls. That was so what idiotic. What new superpowers will Denobulans like, have? Oh my we, god, they're the Vulcans of this show. When they were like, we don't have climbing gear, I thought it was supposed to be like they purposely left it behind. And it's just like, oh no, you guys are just lizards. Yeah, we're, we're a mountain goats. Well, they do have the goats. face uh, Yeah, maybe, maybe they have sticky fingers. Oh god, like Phlox isn't already creepy uh, enough. Good. That's like... Like, so he just, like, passes his hand over your plate and all your food just sticks to his finger. <laughs> oh, God, now I'm just picturing fucking um, Daniel Stern in Home Alone 2. Yep. Just jamming his hand oh, into a yeah. thing of pennies. Where are the, where are the sticky bandits? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, well, Work. just when I thought I couldn't dislike Denobulans more. But oh, anyway... you love they... Daniel Stern in Home Alone. No, I didn't mean that. I just... No, I know. And I don't really like him in Home Alone 2. He's kind of a creep. Uh, and that being and that good. being fair, he's also like kind of a sociopath. Like the the fucking wet bandits shit, like deciding that it's not enough to rob people's houses but also to destroy their home. He's True. a fucked up motherfucker. Like he's and Joe funny. Pesci calls him on it. Yeah, says, you're that's sick. sick. That's really sick. Sorry. Sick. Anyway, I have Enterprise. No, I haven't seen this movie in a million years. Oh my so. god, we should watch it this year. Uh, I watch it every year. I prefer not to. Too I bad. Think they we'll should have introduced new you don't have to if you don't villains for Homeland. It, it defies credulity that the. No, of course they would run into each other randomly in the biggest city in America. Why wouldn't that happen? Anyway. Anyway. Also, did they not go to jail god after the first They, they broke did, out. they broke out. Anyway. Oh, I forgot. Uh, There's a newspaper article about it, I think. They show them. The Breach, directed by Robbie McNeil. Yeah, I, that I did see, yeah. He well, did a pretty good job. There were a couple good moments I liked. Um, mm. Like, I know that they only had about 30 feet of rock wall, and they made it look, like, endless. So, mm, good, good on, on him. And I actually really thought the scene, uh, one of the scenes in which Pudak is talking with Phlox is done, like, through a curtain. And I'm like, oh, Robbie, mm. that looks real nice. It's some art. There's, you there's... found it. That's the thing. It's not, you know, we can say what we want about the script, but, like, you know, Robbie didn't write the script. He just had to yeah. work with it. And I I, also, not, I feel like we got the best version of this that we could, probably. I was just thinking, now, to be... Maybe, Jake's favorite episode. Maybe, maybe I'm just... <laughs> We're on the Enterprise. We're on the Enterprise scale. Yeah, exactly. Again, on the, on, the, on the bell curve of Enterprise episodes, this is definitely on the upper side of what we've seen, yeah, I, I think would say. My issue with it is that they... Don't, and this is going to be a weird complaint, but they don't make flocks racist? I had a similar complaint, and that's that not only is he not racist, but he's anti-racist, and it only comes up in the last three minutes of the episode when it is the most convenient. Yeah, yeah it's like, like, because the other guy is basically just going, I don't want a black doctor, you're just like, wow, 
you're a scumbag. And, like, they do have flocks of men, like, yeah, okay, so clearly, like, the idea is, like, yeah, he was brought up to be racist and has resisted it, but clearly has some, like, like, he does blow up at him at one point, but it's like... Who, flocks? Yeah. It's now, the not, blow-up scene was a good scene. It's not at all comparable. So, at the end of the day, rather than it being, like, oh, this complicated history of these two peoples, it's just, like, one guy who's aware of it and trying to deal with it, and another guy who's just a jerk. Yeah, and he's goading him the whole time. Like, when Flox finally blows up, it's because this guy yeah. is pushing every fucking button he can. Mm. Yeah, and it's just like, again, I mean, I, in a way, it's like, hey, it's nice that Flox is nice, because we mostly find him annoying, but it's just like, it fucks up what I think they wanted to get at? I think, yeah, if, if it had been a thing where Flox had to grow as a person... Right. It instead, you like, instead you learned he'd already done the growing. Yeah, which makes it not very. Interesting. And we kind of get a tell don't show too. Yeah. You know what I mean, I expected the story about his son being a huge racist and that calling causing the split to have been a lie to get this guy to do the thing. Mm-hmm. And then, but then we see him. Then he sends him a voicemail, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh no, it's not. This is this is just something that we've never known about you, but it was so." pertinent to this one specific situation. He only wants to talk about his family when it's about who on Enterprise can fuck his wives. I think it would have been interesting if like if throughout the the course of the show of Enterprise if we had solely learned that like the Nobulans were fucking monsters. Mm. Well we kind of did just learn that didn't we? But like still are. You know, so, like, we have the episode, we have right. Dear Doctor, where we see that, like, Phlox makes some very questionable uh, choices. And then yeah, we... That's true, though. We do already see that he likes genocide, so it does lend <laughs> yeah. some credence to uh, the story. And, like, what, on, like how interesting would it have been if, at some point through the show, it was kind of revealed that Phlox, despite being a competent doctor... And always big and smiley. ...is kind of a fucking villain. Did you notice... Archer gives Phlox a lot of shit for never having told him that his his people 300 years ago were involved in this war. Yeah, right. It's like, do you know what humans were doing yeah, 300 like, years ago? Also, also John, Archer, you never asked, bitch. Yeah, John, have you sat down and told him about any of humanity's history of genocide and evil? Yes. You ever, you ever sat down and told him all about, like, you know, Amer- slavery in America? I mean, he, he, he or, just, like, no one talks about that week, anymore. He, in the had, he was telling General Martok about how backwards humans used to be. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's true. Oh, God, he, he does. He sits every That's what he's bored him with at breakfast for years. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I mean, I get that, like, again, it still doesn't justify Archer's archerness, but. I guess if, you know, the guy shows up and he's just like, oh, God, Captain, I should probably let you know this guy probably hates my guts. Again, I don't think it's a reasonable ask, but it does make a little more sense than it being random. Now, although, like, nothing nothing human, right? That's the yeah, the, cor- the Cardassian yeah. one? Yeah, so, like, although, like, there, there's obvious similarities there, I think that this is closer, in a lot of ways, to the enemy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of that in here, with, too. Like, the, Wait, was... Just, was the Cardassian one you're talking about the one where um, he's Mangala. a Nazi doctor? Yeah. And, uh, and doesn't Janeway order her to have the surgery? Yeah, pretty much. Fucking Janeway. There, there really is like a history in Star Trek of not respecting people's medical rights. Now, and here's the thing, I don't know. Maybe in the real world military, when you join, you waive certain medical rights. Couldn't tell you. Ooh. So maybe that's accurate. Icky. Like it could be. Like, I, you know, I know we were complaining about it a few weeks ago, but like when, you know... Phlox didn't tell Archer that T'Pol had this thing. It occurred to me, maybe in the real military, you know, if you are an officer and you 
have something that is potentially debilitating, maybe it is technically required, you tell your commanding officer. I don't know. But it could just be a thing. Well, but even so, it should be on her, not on flocks. Well, yes, but either way. So I don't know. I like. I don't know if it actually accurately reflects. Like, you know, maybe again, you give up certain individual medical rights in these situations. Yeah. Couldn't tell you. Hmm. Well, I mean, I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. If you're if you're in service, there's probably some. Yeah, we own you. We want you to still continue well, to work. Well, I, so. I mean, like with Janeway, like the conundrum there is if Balana dies. You're out your chief engineer. Where's Curly? Carrie's yeah, around. Yeah, there we go. Carrie, yeah. They got backups. Remember, the EMH could Boric. probably do it. Just no. uh, let, let the EMH uh, read some technical journals. The He'll EM, be fine. The EME. Yeah. Paris no, will do it. No, E-E-H. Anyway. Paris takes on every job yeah, on the ship yeah. somehow. Yeah. Well, and he built the... Uh, oh, the Delta Fly. Yeah, so... That's true. I'm just saying. Yeah, so Plus, like... he's a man, and Bolana's a woman, so obviously... Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Ames almost spit out her coffee. Sorry, Amy. I, uh, Amy. Wow, I never call you Amy. Sorry, Ames. I didn't mean to almost make you spit take. I was almost about to say, that's not her name, but I technically... It is, it is. her name. Yeah, yeah, yeah for of, sure Lots of people do call me that, still. Oh, no, I know. I, and I'm, but I just don't usually, so I don't know where it came from. You goofed, son. You done <laughs> Yeah, I know Billingsley has said like he's had mixed feelings about making the Denobulans war criminals because eh. he's like this came out of nowhere and it makes my my species look bad. And like you, you're the one who makes your species look bad. Well, also again, it's three hundred years ago. Like, and humans have a te- all. That's kind of the thing with Star Trek is every race has a dark history. Mm. That's kind of a thing. You have to get through your dark history to make it to this stage. Yeah, and I think it would have been like. I think it would have been very interesting if the prejudice had persisted in flocks. Yeah. And then, like, there's, like, a, it's, like, it's it's sort of, you know, it would be like taking the enemy, and in the enemy, they had they actually had the balls to mm-hmm. say, we're not going to, they're not going to put their shit aside. Yeah. And they're just going to, and the guy's just going to die rather than. Oh, right, because Worf won't give him blood, right? Well, and also he didn't want Worf's blood. Like oh, he would, well. he would have refused it either way. So kind of cleans Worf's was, hands a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. But no, Worf didn't consent either. Like they were both obstinate, and uh, it it the dude died as a result of his prejudice. But both were well, lived. One, that's what one last whatever. What was he a Romulan? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think that they could have done the same thing, only with the opposite outcome here, and then you can have some growth in flocks. Opposite outcome. And like, act, like, still come to the conclusion that we're gonna that like, Flocks is like I won't treat this man. Like at the beginning, Flocks like he doesn't want the treatment. I don't want to treat him because he's a piece of shit and tyrant and fuck those guys. Oh, and then, as opposed to it just being because he's a physician and I have to respect. Yeah, his and wishes. then like, and then Archer can be a little more righteous and be like, you, you. Are a doctor. Yeah, you you've ha- taken an you, oath. You have taken an oath. He's like, I didn't take no fucking Hippocratic oath. We don't have that on Denobia. Yeah, I, I love the on, line. Hippo- Hippocrates? Hippocrates, yeah. Well, it wasn't Denobia the last time. On I our checked. planet, we, good, take good the, we take the Hippocratic oath, but there's an addendum, unless they're in Taurus. Ah. <laughs> but yeah, I did love when he threw that in Archer's face, when Archer's like, I don't care about it. He's like, I did, 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 did. this isn't just an us thing, fuck face. But yeah, and then, you know, maybe he comes around. Yeah. You know, like, after talking to the guy, meeting him, and, like, they understand each other. Yeah, there was just, like, there was no real, like, again, like, again, I guess I like the Phlox isn't a jerk, but what's the point of the episode, then? It just makes the other guy a racist. Yeah. And him not. And it's like, there's not as much. What I was honestly kind of half. Sorry. What I was kind of half expecting 
one of the three Denobulan geologists, the mm. most annoying people in the world. <laughs> the monoculture of Denobulans here clearly is just that they are the most annoying species in space. Yeah, insufferable. You know, when people Humans like are trying real hard though. Yeah, they are. Yeah. <laughs> but uh but but you know, when people are like, oh, why aren't Denobulans one of the founding species of the Federation? Because they are too annoying. And these people have met Archer. Yeah. Um But I thought that the young the the younger male geologist looked a lot like Billingsley in the makeup. So I was half expecting him to be the like, oh, like racist the son. Oh, no. And he was then getting it, on the ship. And then, then it could have come up earlier and been a fucking point. And really awkward. And he could have seen that his dad was treating him and been like, what the fuck, dad? Yeah, but that just... You're going to save that fucking... Like, there's so whatever. many things that didn't dovetail. That could, like, the whole reason this thing is happening on this planet is because of racism. racism. You've got some Denobulans on this planet. Even if it wasn't related to flocks, you could have brought them up sooner and had one or all of them be huge racists. You know, mm -hmm. something. Like, there's all these components that seem like they should have gone together that are walled off from one another. It's so weird. Mm. Also, uh, that young guy, actually, I looked him up because I thought, wow, he looks a lot like Billingsley. No relation. But huge, prolific voice actor and his actually is Legion in the Mass Effect games, which are very big. You know, people have often... Legion is a, a the hive mind robot. Yeah, right? but the uh, the best Star Trek game, as people call it sometimes, uh, and also some he actually was in at least one Star Trek game too. I forget as who though. I do want to say that as someone who grew up in a fairly racist, well, a very racist state with a fairly racist family and with my own racist ideas in my youth, um, I salute flocks for getting beyond all that because obviously like most people agree that like judging people on well most people agree the people in this room agree that judging someone based on race or religion or whatever is obviously fucking bogus but when you're born into it and it's just part of like a matter of fact of life it's really hard to move away from it yeah for so, years of propaganda too right yeah. well and, and that's the thing too is like no matter how like uh, Harvard, uh, some years ago now, it's probably like a decade, I was like about to be like recently, but it was a long ass time ago, Harvard released this like test where you had to like separate like European from African descent and then like, okay, now sort Europe is good and black is bad and now sort black test. is good and European is bad and they discovered that like, mo they, they their findings from that was most people took more time sorting black is good than European is good. And um, that that, you know, speaks to how much, like, uh, racial prejudice is just sort of built into society. Mm -hmm. And, like, even, again, like, I have worked... Ever, since I moved here, so I came here for school when I was 18 and immediately started meeting people of color, which you just don't have a lot of people of color in New Hampshire. Uh, my high school class had two black kids. That was it. But I started meeting people of color, people of different, like, backgrounds, and I immediately had to start, like, working on my own shit, because I was like, well, I don't want to be this scumbag New Hampshire racist. I want to be a good person, and I had to work at it, and I still work at it, and even while I'm working at it, I still didn't do well on that test, you know? So even if you think, like, I'm doing things right, and I don't treat people poorly, and I, you know, I behave towards people how I want them to behave towards me and all that shit... It's still just in there, just under the surface, as, like, a matter of fact of, like, American culture, for sure, and the world at large, too. I mean, yeah. light skin being better is sort of a thing all around the world, which is why you find, like, 
bleach whitening creams in like uh, countries like India or Korea or like anywhere else where there is a, you know a difference in skin tone, which is everywhere, you know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it, it's so I appreciated this aspect. Yeah, that aspect. Good. The problem is we don't like see it. You know, we we see him after he's done that. Yeah. No, right. I know. I get it. I'm just I'm just saying that like it's. Yeah, it's, oh no, it's, it's, it speaks to me as a lapsed racist. Yeah, well, no, it, it's realistic is the thing. It's just the problem is it does, realism doesn't always make for good television. Yeah, no, it's not, it's not terribly interesting, but... It's, to, yeah, to see the, like, after without the before. Right. It's like how I liked... I like hearing the story that Phlox tells to Paul that was, I was going to go to some planet yeah. for a field trip, and my grandmother took me aside and said, you can't go there because Antarans were there once and the place is tainted. His and, grandmother was a bitch. Oh, yeah. And T'Pol asks him, did you go? And he says, no. And I'm like, holy shit, that's fascinating. And he says, I went later in life and I brought my kids. I'm like, that's also fascinating. This should be the story he tells Hudak. But instead, it's suddenly I'm like a fucking angel when he tells the story to yeah. Hudak. It's like, this isn't... This isn't the progress. This isn't the progress that you can see in that story. Yeah. This is just you suddenly being a fucking angel. Yeah, it's. it's... Yeah, you're right. It is too bad. They should have used that story for Hudak. And I will say, like, you know, for all, they write Flock so annoying <laughs> most of the time. Billingsley did a really good job in that scene. Like Billingsley clearly is a good actor. Yeah, I was gonna they say, just he's not a bad him, actor. His character just they give sucks. Him, yeah, they give him a really <laughs> aggravating character to play. Well, and I would have said the same thing about Ethan Phillips in early uh, seasons of Voyager. I've said the same thing about Picardo quite a lot lately. Mm. Oh, God, he was the worst in the beginning. What an arrogant douche. <laughs> but eventually he becomes charming, so he's a charming, arrogant douche, and then that's he becomes, fine. And then he flips back to arrogant douche. Yeah, I, I still dang think... Dang it. I, I the still... regression at the end of a show is not unusual, though, because remember, like, Keep Space happening. Nine, we got a lot yeah. of that shit, too. Like, suddenly it's like... I still think it was revenge on Picardo for always suggesting things and the writers were pissed at him <laughs> could be even though he was usually right i don't know i bet those were the things he suggested <laughs> anyway getting back to this yes yes uh how did you guys like that random triple reference uh, oh, oh my yeah. god <laughs> what you, oh god i gotta admit i like at first like oh a triple okay it's star Trek. oh my god it's food <laughs> that was kind of funny the look on Hoshi's reaction it made me that. think of h john benjamin <laughs> Maybe he was onto yeah. something. <laughs> well, and you mentioned too. It's like oh, a it's like Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park at the beginning when What's they. What's gonna happen to the goat? Yeah. No, not even that. It's a. Uh, that's that's yes, but there's also a scene earlier on where they lower a cow into the Velociraptor. Mm. Yeah, and you uh, just see the and you hear trees. like yes, yeah, God, Jurassic Park. It's yeah, what that a great was, movie. That was kind of funny at first. I was like, oh God, we're doing okay. That all right. That, you, well, and honestly, win. that's the best way to deal with a triple, because otherwise yeah. that fucking thing would have been breeding in no time. Enterprise would be overrun, the catwalk would be full of them. God, you just gotta hope the uh, animal doesn't eat it whole. Like, no, it wouldn't, it would suffocate. Because then it would have babies inside of it? Which would have no! babies inside of it, and babies inside of it explode. It turned inside out and exploded. Then exploded. No, it turned inside out and got digested. <laughs> <laughs> True. Uh, well, Jake asked a poignant question as we were watching. Oh. Where did Mayweather get all this caving experience? Yeah, he grew up in space. Maybe they what had the a fuck? Hold yeah, on, like, I couldn't understand why he was like, "Oh, you're an expert caver." Uh, he gets hurt every time he goes caving, so clearly not. <laughs> yes, fair. That's what it is. When he was at the academy, he took it up then because mm. he was so excited to be on a planet. On a planet with caves. 
Because, yeah. yeah, you're right. Otherwise, that doesn't actually... Because he's always depicted as, like, going off climbing shit and exploring... Like, yeah, but again, on. every time he does that, he breaks yeah. his yeah, leg. Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't have very good luck with it. That's, Maybe that's what it is. Okay. But, yeah, that never occurred to me to question. <laughs> again, because I think the writers half time forget that's his background. They forget he's there half the time. True. Never mind his background. They think he's background. Yeah. They're like, all right. <laughs> Whatever, he's on the bridge. You're fine. That's all... What, do you want him to talk and act? No. I feel like they do the same to Hoshi too. I forget how I forgot how much they don't use her too. Mm. I mean, she's still done more than Mayweather, but yeah, for sure, but not, not much as much as I thought. I kind of feel bad, but I'm way less interested in her than I am in Mayweather. Really? Because there's so much mystery to Mayweather because he's done nothing. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> we haven't seen him pull one of his copyrighted practical japes. Mm. He practical does have those apps. True. Oh, maybe that's what it is. <laughs> 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 oh my god, didn't I notice his dick in the second you episode? You did. Whoa. Holy shit. No, dude. first one. Well, either way, Mayweather has got a fucking schlong a dong and he is dressing left with it. Dear fucking Christ. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it was towards the end scene where him and his brother are reconciling and he was back in uniform. Oh my god. I didn't notice, Oof. but you exclaimed very loudly. Well. <laughs> so, speaking of poor Mayweather, I was thinking like, so you busted your leg. So this going to leave you on this ledge. Yeah, for days. For, yeah, so for potentially just, days. Like, what if they just leave him a Game Boy and some Capri Suns? Be like, we'll be back soon, champ. Well, like, don't like, forget the baggies to bring your poop out with. Because this oh, yeah. is a bring it in, carry it out. Yeah, kind of, that's kind right. of a hiking situation. Ew. Hopefully he was wearing some... Yeah, say you shit all over those racists' planet. Fuck oh, it. Yeah. Hopefully he's wearing some deep space diapers. <laughs> Like uh, like he was going to seek revenge on his lo- his ex boyfriend in Florida. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Wow, I forgot about that. Oh, never that weird, hashtag never weird forget person. <sighs> yeah, again, like I said, I mean, it was, like you said, Jake, on the Enterprise scale, it's decent, but yeah, it's well written and directed and acted. It's just boring. Fine. Yeah. yeah. Well, it feels like they 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 jumped in the with Flux. There's all these pieces that felt like they should have been part of a stew, but they weren't. Mm, like. Stew. So, you know, it sure was, Meg. Yeah, it was. I'm going to be an asshole and ask that we take a pee break. No, I that's just, fine. How I dare you? all this coffee. No, that's fair. When that happens. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. I'll be right back. I don't get it. I never have to pee. <laughs> no, no, women pee. They just don't poop. Anyway, speaking of having to take a pee break because they've had a lot of coffee, you know who else has a lot of coffee? <laughs> Wait, so I'm leaving. <laughs> ben, ben Cisco? Fair uh, enough. No, we did Ben Cisco. Kira Norris. We know, we know she likes to wreck the Gino. Oh, that's true. And I remember Quark had to try to make her a decaf one once and Quark. Decaf wreck the Gino. I realized, I don't think. Oh, yeah, when she was pregnant, right? Any yeah, of yeah, us, yeah. either in our list or even as an honorable mention, I don't think any of us mentioned Cisco punching Q. I expected you to, but I was going to bring up that, you know what? Well, which list would you have put it on? I... You know, Punch is fucking hysterical. <laughs> Not a but... good idea. Yeah, it's a hard call. It's a hard call, because I feel like... And, you know, I see people make the argument all the time of, Oh, yeah, so when John, Jean-Luc first met Q, uh, you know, he didn't punch him in the face. And, you know, he was stuck with Q episodes for the rest of time. But when Cisco first met him, he punched him in the face. It's like, yeah, but Q asked... First, Q asked him to. True. And second, now we never got any more Q episodes in Deep Space Nine. That's okay. Yeah, it's fine. I he think makes up for it. He, would have, he really wouldn't have... Gelled with what the show eventually became. Yeah, he's kind of too much Fair. of a he's too much of a comic. Uh, yeah, like imagine in the we already have the prophets as our Deus Ex Machina. Yeah, things. and they're like not like 
him just popping up in the middle of like the Dominion War arc. Like, <laughs> hi everybody! Not fucking now. Okay, gonna go. Alright, so what are we doing? We're doing Kira. Kira. Goods or bads Kira. first? Oh, goods. Yeah, we always, we always start goods. We're getting the goods. Who's starting? Me. Go Caitlin. for it. Okay, good things. Because she's so good. I fucking love Kira. Oh, she's, she's, like, she's my favorite character. It was actually tough thinking of, of moments just because she's just so all around solid as a character. Yeah, I, I definitely so had to so like... She's so consistent. It's like, okay, everything she does is just her. I, I had to definitely like trawl through her Memory Alpha article several times. Oh, wow. To, to I mean, to find, like, honestly, coming with good ones was easy, but narrowing it down was hard. Mm-hmm. So here's, these are, the, the ones that I'm thinking of specifically, I feel are big, like, character, it's moments when... She kind of acts against character in a way. Mm. So, for example, number one, not necessarily in any order. Cool. In the episode duet, yeah. when she realizes that the guy who's pretending to be D- Gull, what the fuck is it you got uh, here? Goldar Heel. The Gar- guy's name Goldar is Heel. Yeah. So this guy is pretending to be Goldar Heel, and he's doing it because he was like a clerk at one of the horrible like concentration camps work camps, labor camps, whatever the fuck they were calling them. And he wants to turn himself in as being the war criminal because he feels he has to be punished. And I sort of feel like that's the first time we ever see her look at a Cardassian and go like, holy shit, like some of you were just people, people. and all of you actually had feelings and wow. Like, but she's like, no, like we're not going to turn you in. Like you didn't, it wasn't your fault. Like, and I just thought that was a huge moment for her because yeah, Cardassians you know, are not a monoculture, unlike most other cultures. Which is so, which is really interesting. Well, and and she like at first was, would love to just be like, yeah, no, he's this guy. Let's kill my wife. Yeah, she's this like, vengeance. this is Goldar Heel. Let's fuck him up. But and then... she she refuses to just accept it when it becomes obvious something's wrong. Yeah. So I loved that. So good. Similarly, second skin. Yay! When she makes, she, man, I mean, that's a tough, that episode, it's such, I just watched this one recently, such a great episode, and a tough episode, too, because how much can you be gaslit and still believe in who you are? And she sticks to it, Not and, and not only does she stick to it, she manages to foil the plot and be like, hey, I can't remember his name either. You know his uh, name? Kenny Gamore. Kenny Gamore. She's like, wait a minute, they don't give a shit about me. I know that I'm not who they think I am. But, like, you're basically telling me that you are, you know, a dissident or whatever. And, like, why would they want to do this? They don't give a shit about me. They're trying to get to you. And, ah. Uh, and they still become friends. And, like, she, he gives her the necklace or bracelet yeah. or whatever. And is like, you know, like, thanks for being... And she's like, I know your daughter loved you very much. And it's just, again, like... Nerese, her ability, can I call you Nerese? Her ability <laughs> to like see the humanity, for lack of a better word, in Cardassians in spite of like her obvious, horribly traumatic past, I just think is one of the things that makes her great. Like, yeah. I feel like she is a character that has all this growth. It's, it's kind awesome. of what like the breach should have been a little bit, is to have that nuance instead of the kind of milk toast character non-growth that yeah, we got. Yeah. Like, she grows every time she meets Cardassians. And it's fascinating. One more, Caitlin. Oh, man. Every time she ever pissed off Kaiwin, but especially the time <laughs> when Kaiwin is like, and my child, don't you ever speak to me in that disrespectful tone again. <laughs> <laughs> 
I just, that's more of a general, well, that's, uh, I don't even really want to count that one. The other one that I really want to talk about was the time that she destroys that guy's kiln to make him leave, because even though... Oh, that's on your good list. Well, because she has to to save his life. It's the only thing she can do. And she cares about him, and she's making a really, she's doing the good but not popular, popular isn't necessarily good thing. Mm. I think, I think it's good. I I think she saves his life. Oh, that's a good point. It's but, a memorable moment, but I couldn't decide where to put it, so I didn't put it on either well, of my I'm list. Gonna say, I'm glad to talk about it, because yeah. it is such a good moment. Yeah, no, it's an important moment. I just still don't know where the fuck I fall on it all this time later. Mm. I mean, I guess it doesn't look... It doesn't feel good on its on its um, surface, but I feel that she did it for the right reason. Yeah. True. I'm going to go next, because Fair. Kate already said two of mine. <laughs> Uh, yeah, duet, everything she did there. Yay. You know, keeping in touch with Kenny Gamora after all that bullshit. Oh, from Second Skin? And yeah. She, oh, God. And in Ties of Blood and Water, I think is the other one. Motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. You had to bring up... You can't do two! You can't do two moments in one! He wasn't. Those were his two moments, weren't they? Yeah, duet and to Kenny Gamora. Those are two yeah, but to Kenny Gamora is not... Is, is it's two. either Second Skin or the other one. Well, I, I, wasn't, one, I right? wasn't gonna bring up the other one. It well, got brought up. Uh, and my other good one was staring down the Romulans in the season seven premiere. What is that one? Yeah. Oh, I looked it up what earlier. Mean, what's that called? You don't know? Brain, image in the brain. sand. Yeah. Image there we in go. The, images in sand. Images in. I read I it was, earlier, but forgot to write you, it down. I looked. I looked at all the fucking episodes. You remember every episode? We have watched something like six hundred some odd episodes hmm. of Star Trek, and you know every fucking title. We give you. A two-sentence explanation, and Ames knows that shit. Ames Sometimes. is incredible. Sometimes. I, I just want everyone to... I want everyone, all the listeners, all three of you out there, I want you to know <laughs> that Ames has a fucking incredible steel trap of a mind, and mm-hmm. you you don't get to see it, but it takes damn, a, it's It takes amazing. a lot of practice. It takes a lot of re-listening to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, but I gotta tell you, though, so I, sorry. Am, <laughs> I am never... Uh, I am never cutting out a weird gap or something. She actually comes up with the titles that quickly. I cut out a lot of weird gaps, but not those. Those are real. Yeah. Hmm. Jake? Uh, yeah. Wait, uh, what was your third thing? Staring down the rock. Oh, right. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Jake. Yeah, so I obviously put uh, Duet and, uh, and and her deal with Maritza. I mean, that is one of my favorite episodes of Star Trek. Period. Period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it's a great uh, episode. You didn't remember it a few weeks ago because it came up a few weeks ago and you were like, what? Did you just recently rewatch it? No, I rewatched Duet a while ago. Oh, that's weird. Anyway, um, well, maybe it maybe it was. I think you were conflating it with a different one at the time or something. Well, that sounds like me. Either way, um, yeah. And then I also chose to Kenny Gamore, but I specifically chose their relationship in Ties of Blood and Water. Mm. Um, that's a good. It's when, so beautiful. When like she is, she is his daughter at that point. Yeah. Um, yeah but isn't she also really pissed at him? Isn't there like a? But she—that's another thing she gets over because yeah, she, because she yeah. keeps growing, and I love her. I yeah. haven't watched it again yet, so I it's don't. I don't remember. Yeah, I mean, I love any the Kenny Gamora episodes in general are just great. And then I couldn't pick a specific moment, so I'm gonna do one now. I mean, really, it's her relationship with Zial. Ooh, yeah, um, I consider that taking taking. I'm gonna say it's gonna be taking Zial in um mm. when i can't remember the episode when when they're Return on to grace? when they're on the klingon ship and yes. um and at the end kira's like ducat 
I'm going to take Zial to live yeah. on DS9 because this is a shit environment for her. She can't live as a pirate. Yeah. Did he, like, do that on purpose, though? Like, so that he could just be, like, have excuses to drop by and visit Nerys more often? Probably. He's such a scumbag. He is. Um, but yeah, My I thought... fucking um, hot son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, I thought, um... You know, because that's another instance where, obviously, she despises Ducat, but putting aside that and being like, no, this is just this is just a girl who's had a shit life and her dad is a piece of shit, but she's great. So great. I'm going to... I'm going to write it depends on who she's being played I'm going to risk having <laughs> to deal with her dad in the future by kind of becoming her, you know, not mother figure, but... Her nanny. Her, her, yeah, her, her cool... Her what, do you, aunt. what do you call someone that keeps a ward? Mm. Uh, master? Batman. Oh, oh, well, that's weird. That's more of intendant Kira shit. Mmm. Mm. Yum. Anyway. Yeah, can we? Can I give an honorable mention to... Uh... I mean, I haven't well, gone let, yet. Well, let games go, because I have one queued up as okay, well. Okay, because I, I do have spares, because I did... Over, I mean, how, do, how can you not overlap on beautiful moments and duet and second skin? Yeah, pretty so much. So I've got some spares. Top of my list actually hasn't come up yet, and it's her beautiful moment with Kaiopaka when she learns mm. Kaiopaka's stranded on that planet forever. And she breaks down she over does. it. And it's yeah. just some of the... It's such a vulnerable Kira moment, which you don't see a lot of. No, it's true. Yeah, she's um, tough as nails most of the time. It's beautiful, and I love it. I'm going to also say saving all the cultists from Dukat in Covenant. Oh, that's good, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a great episode. Hey, thick bags. Jim. Don't scratch loud things. Too late. Tough titty, said the kitty. He's, he's immediately looking for the bag. He's the best. Uh, and since this Zial moment is similar to the other Zial moment, because, you know, saving her in the first place was a nice thing for her to do. But I'm going to give it to another very sweet and vulnerable scene she has, and that's the one she has with Sisko in Starship Down, when Sisko is, like, concussed and, like, nearly dead. Oh, my God. And she's like, Sisko, it's been so weird for me because you're the emissary, and I just wanted to have an actual heart-to-heart moment with you, but it's been very weird for me. But you're still great. <laughs> and that's when she's, like, telling him stories to, like, keep him with her yeah. and shit, right? That's a great episode. I love that, that one. Yeah. What were your honorable mentions? Uh, the, one, the one I wanted to bring up is her relationship and reaction to Intendant Kira. <laughs> <laughs> um, although I guess I could put it in a negative one as well because they didn't bang and they really should have. No, that's good. I, it, you don't bang yourself. That's weird. That is like ultra incest. No, it's not. It's something else. But yeah. it's masturbation. That's well, fine. it's there is a term for it though. Oh, like God. being like turned on by yourself. Narcissism. No, I mean yes, um, but no. But yeah, I don't know. It's just they they they, they played off each other yeah. very well. Yeah, but Dan, <laughs> and I, was, those and I played well have, off of myself. But those Dan, actors make have out. great cum chemistry. <laughs> make out already. Fuck. When you think about it, though, she had to act off of. Someone reading her lines to her mm-hmm. twice. Yeah. yeah. And it still worked. That's actually, it, that is impressive. And, like, and props to Nana for creating a very distinct character in yeah. Intendant Kira. Oh my god. Um, that was still very good and still yeah. believably like the same person. Yeah. In, in a weird way. Yeah. Cool. My honorable mention is when she punched Lancelot. Nice. Mm. I had, I was pretty high on my list, too. But it, we, it's off screen. We didn't see I it. know, and it's also a holodeck thing, but that's why it's an honorable mention. I am mm. not a merry man. Just like he... I, well, yeah. It's but, like, I am a married woman in that. It's, 
It's like, yeah, no, Lancelot needs a punch. He is the worst. Yeah. Here's one more honorable mention, and granted this was a little bit thrust upon her, but she went with it. Uh, oh. Agreeing to surrogate the O'Brien baby. Yeah. Aww. And she did a great job. She's a great fake mom to that fake child. And she somehow managed to not fuck O'Brien. Oh, well, that's on the... Look, let's go down to her. Gross. Not fucking O'Brien is gross? Thinking about fucking O'Brien is I gross. Mean, was she hormones. was full of hormones. Yeah. And, and also, and like... his baby. I mean, I, to be fair. I feel like, too, I don't know if they were going for this, but it did really feel like Keiko was half-throwing him at her. It was well, weird. Well, yeah, well, well, Keiko's like, oh, you should spend more time with Kira. And Miles like, uh, no, I shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Throw her a bone, O'Brien. No! Ah, Keiko! <laughs> Keiko, Jesus. Put your dick in her, O'Brien. Does that, does that not mean what it used to mean? <laughs> Can I spell it out any louder? <laughs> Bang her! Uh, well, because she, she was hoping for a three-way eventually. Yeah. Oh, fair enough, yeah. She was, she was uh... just getting to Kira via, via Miles. Can we swap out Miles for somebody else, though? <laughs> uh, me. Miles. How about me? <laughs> Can I do it? Um... <sighs> Uh, now we gotta talk about bad yeah, things. Yeah, my, my naughty Kira list is not very long. I mm. like I've got lots of I got lots of naughty Kira. I, I, I <laughs> they have nothing to do with this show, though. I had trouble coming up with stuff. I'm not gonna lie. Um, shit. I actually was just thinking. I was just thinking of some since I haven't thought of any. Um, hold on. Oh, okay. Number one. This is possibly the worst one. Is when she's like, "Damn it, Julian! Can't you replace the last two of Barile's oh, vital yeah. organs and keep them going?" And, I forgot and about Julian's that. like, holy shit, no. No, I cannot. And Kira's like, <laughs> why? Robo Ryle. Though as a though as a good thing, though, she does sit with him in his last moments and talk to him about how great he was, and that was nice. But oh, yeah. man, wow, what a crazy I bitch. I somehow forgot that episode. Well, I just rewatched it, so uh, it's fresh in my mind. But it's just it's a it it's a big thing, yeah. Well. That's in life support. I think that's right. I feel I'll, like I'll take credit if that's right. <laughs> Probably right. You're usually right. It's definitely an episode of DS. Yep, that's it. It's definitely an episode of Deep Space Nine. <laughs> well, because as oh, I was typing it, it suggested. Okay. I was gonna say I was like, well, yeah, it did. It was. It involved Kira, so yeah, we figured. Um, what else does she do that's bad? Oh, she goes back in the past to visit her mom. Oh yeah, that's, that's my fucked up. God damn it, Kira! What an idiot. <laughs> that's fucked up, and. uh... No, I promise. I won't affect the past at all. I'll just kill Dukat. Kira, stop it! with my mom. It's <laughs> not a bad thing. I feel like I can't, like... I, it's hard for me to, like, think of a specific time, but I feel like, in general, when, the when like, she and Cisco and Dax and, like, the whole bridge is, like, discussing shit... She's always the one like we need to fucking kill him. Yeah. Like I don't. I don't have again. I, I have, don't have a really good like. I have example. a good moment. I have a good one. Okay. Good. Of that Ames very has thing. It. Give it to me. Ames. Um. I wrote that because I we listened to the podcast and I found this episode. It's in Playing God where they discover the baby universe and mm. Kira's first impulse is fucking kill it. And it was like, no, it's... Kira, we're Starfleet. We don't do that. Though, admittedly, again, it's not good, but it totally fits with her character. It makes sense. You don't sense. know what it is. Get rid of it. It, doesn't, it, 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 it could enslave my people again. <laughs> it just sucks, though, because, like, she otherwise, she otherwise shows so much, like, growth and, like, thoughtfulness, and then... But but flaws make characters interesting. I know, I know. And but again, anyway, it, makes, it doesn't come out of nowhere. It makes sense for her background. Her whole life was violence. Yeah, I know. 
But anyway, thank you, Ames, for giving me an actual example, because I, I just, like, I... It does happen a lot. It's a very lot, hard. dude. Yeah, like, if Janeway is known for blowing up the Enterprise, Nerese should Voyager. be known... What did I say? Enterprise. Enterprise. Wow. If then Nerese should be Kira should be remembered for being like a fucking genocidal maniac <laughs> and not seeing the irony. Oh my goodness! I well. mean, aside from that, she wanted to end the whole universe. It was never genocide. It was individuals she wanted to kill. It's a universe. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 beyond genocide. That's that's multiple side? genocides at once. Actually, so I'm still right. <laughs> Galactocide. Do we know there was a life in the universe? I think we did actually. Anyway, um, I, yeah, I, I, this was trickier. Uh, I'm going to go with purposely infecting Sermak Wren, the inventor of the aphasia oh, virus, to make him find one. a fucking cure for Which is like, don't be wrong, in the episode you're like, that's kind of badass, but that is also definitely a war crime. Oh, yeah. Like her buddy, the emissary. Uh, is it Babel? Yep. Not resisting a Coram Lan faster. Yeah. Who's this? I love Dejara's. Oh, yeah, yeah, the the fake well not fake, but the, the, the emissary from the past who shows up oh, and yeah. wants to reinstate the cast and she tries to go along she with it at first. She's like, artist. I can't be a pottery even person though, sculptor. Even though she's not into it, she's just like, But I'm supposed to. It's like, come on, Kara. You are supposed to do a lot of things. Not doing what you're supposed to do is why you are who you are. This is the thing you're gonna toe the line on. That guy was a major tool. He was, he was he the worst. Sucked. Decent poet. Um, yeah. And had a hard time going third. I'm just, I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to go, her taste in men. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Her men, yeah. man taste is bad. Like, like, she went with two deeply boring men and then a fascist. Like, we love him, but he's a fascist. <laughs> let's be honest. How fucking dare you talk about that oh, way for, about Beryl. <laughs> so which, which are the two boring men? Lee Nallis and Beryl. Beryl. Oh, Chakar. Shikar right, it was Shakar. Lee Nallis died. Th- okay, right. Thank you. Lee, yes. Lee Nallis was the fake hero, not the yeah. Yeah, yeah. Shakar was boring as fuck too, though. Uh, well, not just that, but like a needy little fucking high school bitch. Like, oh, does Kira talk episode. about me? Right. Does she like me? Will you pass her this note for me, Odo? Grow that. up, you big pussy. Yeah. I also have not a dishonorable mention, but we'll save that. Cool, cool. Wow. Well, let's see if it's on Jake's list. I don't know. I Jake is it. out, Jake. Um... No, Ames is last. No, I know. I'm just saying, like, I want him to tell us his things. My things are not coming out about the truth about Kai Opaka and the... Oh, and, like, when her kid was killed? When when she she sacrificed. Like, it was a noble thing, but a lot of people died as as a result. Uh, Well, she was doing that a lot to protect Beryl, too, though. Yeah, well, exactly. She basically let Beryl... No, no. No, she wasn't doing... He took the fall or something. He took the fall. Like, Kira let Beryl take the fall. Oh, right. So, because Beryl wanted to protect the memory of Opaka... Okay, my memory's at its at its limits. Which one is this? Which episode is this uh, called? The Collaborator. Thank you. Oh, good for you. Uh, so many episodes. And the pro and the problem with this is this directly led to Win becoming Kai. Oh, you're oh, right. Yeah. This yes. was the reason Win, because otherwise Beriah would have been Kai. Which yeah. in universe terrible. In the real world, as an Excellent. adversary, so good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say her. Racism toward the Screens. Oh, uh, that's yeah. good. And, you know. Wait, are those the flaky people? The flaky yeah. People. She wasn't racist to the she Screens. She was because she. Well, she. She. In the end, she agreed with the government's decision not to let them sell. Okay, but the government was probably right. <laughs> well, no, because they were. They were like, Bajor was going through a famine, and they were like prolific farmers. Yeah, but we don't know. 
No, we don't. But it's all, it's sort of, you know, it was... And especially because their reaction was, oh yeah, you won't let us live there? I thought you were my friend. So they're not that simple and it's not her decision. Yeah, fair. I don't know. I don't... I still... I, I, mean, I rewatched it recently Bajor, and I... The whole of Bajor can be shitty. Yeah, they... they, uh, yeah. But, they but I feel like Kira should, like, should have fought more to let them stay and not even not just come around and be like, yeah, yeah, no, no, they're right. We don't want you. We don't want your kind here. All right, well... Um, I don't know, because it's, it's, it's topical, right, with, like, the migrant mm. crisis and everything. Um... No one wants to work anymore, and we don't also don't want all these migrant workers. What? Um, and then Guys. I'm going to say, so I'm going to go back to Wrongs Darker Than Death or Night, and I'm going to say that she erred in not going through with the plot to blow up Dukat. God damn! <laughs> um, because, like, honestly, like, sure, it would have totally fucked the future, but she had already committed to it. And then she, at the last and, and second... And did need to die. At the last second, she backed out. Um, you gotta wonder, would you have wound up with someone worse? No, I think the, the answer orb, is no. The Orb of Time wouldn't have allowed The Orb her. of Time would well, be like, true. fuck this! She would have like, whoa, 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 whoa. But no, you just think about like, because Dukat was a fucking psychopath. But luckily for Bajor, he did have that weird, like, I want them to love me thing. Mm. Whereas, like, he could have been replaced by someone who hated Bajor just completely. Mm. You know, you actually potentially, like... Yeah, but I'm, on the other hand, whoever replaced him that d- hated it completely maybe wouldn't have been trying to fuck I mean, everybody. Really I, I like that true. this means Chris has fallen fallen in with Dukat's argument from Waltz. <laughs> mm. Well, what was he... What did he... Uh, I gave them every. I gave them a, without me. They would have been off worse. I actually gave them the best existence. Oh, he actually argued that once. That's yeah. horrifying. Um, but like, really, I'm using that as sort of a stand-in for all of the times that she had every opportunity to murder Dukat <laughs> and didn't, and instead was just like, oh, "You sat on a spike." Oh, that's very funny. Oh, we're that having good funny. times here in the cave. Sort of her best moments. Like, if you spike. have a chance to go back in time and kill Hitler. You kill Hitler. Yeah. But then again, you fuck the future. Like, wasn't that... Uh, yeah, that was sort of... Isn't that the... Isn't this the theme of uh, Back to the Future? That's right. She gets she gets back to DS9 and it's all just a huge casino run by Quark. Back yeah. to DS9. Oh, no. You want, you want one more, Jake? Those are three. Those are three? Those are my three. Oh, I see. I, I didn't put your name on this one because it was also kind of melded with Caitlin's. Which one? The, just bringing the wrong... All, all, everything from Wrongs Darker Than Death or Night is probably mm. going to be kind of a batch. But we'll see how the blog post writes up because I have some spares. You have Excellent. I am shocked. Shockingly, I have spares. And uh, and cat. Totally unexpected that you would have extras. I, I'm actually totally unexpected that no one has brought up this one yet. This is a bad one? As a bad moment. Uh-oh. Just going off to kill Seller and Prin in the darkness and the light. <laughs> Even though she promised Odo she wouldn't. I mean, that I guy needed remember that killing. One. You bring this one up all the time, because it's that Phantom of the Opera Cardassian. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's oh, his name. Yeah. yeah, but that... but That's a terrible he, episode. That guy needed episode, killing, because yeah. he was killing every, all of her friends. Did he Oh, that's the... Killing? That's one episode. Yeah, that's... That's, that episode is creepy. But yeah, no, I just... Like, like, I think... Fuck, yeah, this was Odo's fucking job, bitch. Just don't... <laughs> You're 15 months pregnant with someone else's baby, and you're putting yourself in harm's way. 15 months. Uh, and I'm going to make sure that this is on the list, all those weird, unnecessary feelings she had for Miles and looking for Parma <laughs> in all the wrong places, because it was 
It came out of nowhere. It seemed disgusting. It's got to be the hormones, though. Like, I mean, honestly, like, I hate to be one of those people who's like, oh, women and their hormones. But, like, when you're pregnant, you got all kinds of shit going on in there. But I'm sure that's not what the writers were doing. I'm sure the writers were doing a... Oh, well, then the writers are disgusting. When, when girls and boys hang out, they develop feelings for each oh, other. Oh, yes, men and women can't just be friends. Always, always, always. Yep, you raise a good point. I forgot that men and women couldn't be friends. He's also Thank giving you. those great foot rubs, though. Having said yeah. that, oh, though... Yeah. I, I could see her bonding over their mutual love of hating Cardassians. I think it's a Keiko. Oh wait, no, not hating. No, this is DS Nine. They took me a second. They made their relationship less sitcommy in DS Nine. Mm. And I'm gonna find one more man that she falls for, other than the ones I already mentioned, and that's Mirror Burial. Mirror Burial yeah, is fun, but she up. fell for him in a second. True, and it, it was. Stupid! It was That's unlike. True. It was unlike. And what he wanted to what steal the orb of time was that his thing? Some, he was he, he, he was, he was something doing something malicious. for intended Kira. Yeah. yeah, I just don't remember what. Man, remember when she was like getting all close and personal with uh, Thomas Riker? That's good. <laughs> yeah, stuff. But, but she, she thought, thought it was well at first. I know. And I don't she care. She also that was not consensual on her part. She was not interested. Well, she was interested in Will. Oh, no, well, she no. Yes, she, she in the beginning. Mean... In the beginning, she absolutely was. He was flirting with her. She was flirting with him. They were going to get together. He kidnaps her, but he kidnaps her after they're like on a consensual like walking around the ship date. Yeah, as I thought an they excuse were. I think to at hang out. first she was. I could be. She was definitely into it. I just I, I watched her. it. Yeah, she. There we go. I, I remember it being. She she was in a she was with Burial at the time. She was with Burial, and she told but maybe him she so. wanted to get some strange. Well, yeah, I her, think you might her, be reading into it. Then. No, dude, her words I do not be. match her actions. I'm telling you, I just rewatched this episode, and she's definitely into it. She's we very should do a podcast and cute and about this shit. episode. <laughs> see what we think about it. Jesus. <sighs> was that your vape? Yeah, it's fine. Can't trust Jake with items. Yeah, I do have. I do have. I don't have Denobulan fingers, so... Yikes. <laughs> but thankfully you don't have their toes either, I suspect. Thank God. Uh, speaking of doing a podcast, we're doing... Wait, wait, wait. wait. I had my oh, dishonorable yeah, mention. Okay. Is, this really isn't the character's fault, or even a uh, visitor's fault, but that fucking haircut she had in the pilot. Yeah. What was going on? And they pretend it never existed. Even when they do flashbacks, she never had that hair. Right, here's one more dishonorable mention, then. Being so shit at catching ball and taking me take me out to the hollow. <laughs> and yet still having the fucking nards to be an asshole to Rom like everybody else. Yeah, it's like, bitch, you're not good at catching ball either, you bitch. You're a resistance fighter. You should have fucking dexterity and, like, well, hand-eye coordination. Maybe she's better at throwing ball yeah. than catching she's ball. She's good at throwing ball, good at lobbing, not catching Good at grenade. lobbing grenade, not... Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, exactly. When, when you're fighting a war and you see something flying towards you... Yeah, you catch it. You run the fuck away. That is ill-advised, actually, <laughs> to catch it at that point. Still, she plays spring ball. She should be true. good at... True, true. More, well, we, more than we one. You know what spring ball entails? It sounds very involved. Yeah. I don't know, but it makes her and Burial fucking horny. I know That's that. That's true. Anyway. She's like to spring his balls. Oh. Spring ball is really just the, the Bajoran term for cowgirl. <laughs> boing, boing, boing. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, the fun's gonna end, folks. Next week. I've been dreading this one. Cogenitor and regeneration. I mean, all the fun has been talking about other better series of uh, this show. So this, oh, wait till you see this. You are gonna mm, mm, this fucking episode. Cogenitor, you mean? Yeah. yeah. So join us for that. Follow us on Facebook and Tumblr, where the blogs are, and your favorite 
the podcasting application, rate and review or whatever people say. Oh, and who is our who is our uh, Dax? We are doing Dax next week. Dax. Uh, so Dax. join us for that. Who's uh, on Dax? Which one? <laughs> Yeah, this has been Chris. This is Bane. This has been Caitlin. This is always Jake. Oh no, my leg. I'm a cave. So I was, um. I was in New York. We have two to do today, Jake. New York this weekend. Oh, that's right. You were. Oh, yeah. How was New York? It was fine. I was only there for two days. You in the city or? Yeah, yeah. Man- Manhattan, Midtown. Fancy. Very nice. Um, Destroyed a hotel room. Good. I Good. did. I did. I had very bad gas after eating delicious street food. Oh. It was so good. But then then the, the aftermath was unpleasant. And I really <laughs> feel for that poor housekeeping person who had to walk into that i guarantee they have experienced oh i'm worse. sure yeah i mean it was just it just was not great. jake i'm here to not guarantee that you have no, <laughs> we have no idea what they've known that's true it, it must be like awful though you just every... first day on the job what is this <laughs> the senior following them this is almost a relief i mean the thing is i'm very tidy in hotel rooms like I yeah, don't, yeah i don't like leave a mess yeah he didn't like fart a brown streak onto his bed sheets well, we know I mean, they Uh-oh. do get washed, so... Oh. Even if I had, 